Okay, it's working. Oh, we're starting sharing. Oh, no, I just, no, I can, like, edit anything else. Yeah. Um, I just don't want to forget. The pressure is on. <laughs> Are we doing an introduction? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, hi, everyone. Uh, hi, everyone. Hello. Uh, this is Free Therapy. Um, it's Welcome a podcast. Comprised, comprised, is that a word? Of yeah, two, comprised. <laughs> comprised. Right, go ahead. Of three lovely ladies who um, need therapy but can't really afford it at this time. And so we just figured we'd make a podcast um, that will basically be free therapy for us. And hopefully maybe for you, you know, if, you know, listening to other people's problems, rants, monologues is your thing maybe um, you can relate surely maybe you can relate <laughs> um this is definitely a trial run i hope our audio is fine i think it will be but yeah yeah this is like a throwaway episode it's not yeah. that deep yet yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> my name is grace i here i'm gonna treat this like a dating profile well, yes my name is Grace. I enjoy movies and giving my opinion on movies and like thinking that people care about them. But in reality, no one gives a shit about my movie opinions. Um, I like making lists of things. I recently started a list of wines to try. I joined Reddit r slash wine and got like a list of cheap wines. I bought my first one with my boyfriend and we had good so i'm going to start like reviewing wines personally on my like notes app and then seeing what happens from there and i'm also recently very emotional this is a new (laughs) i love how you said all this under the pretext i'm gonna treat this like a dating app (laughs) (laughs) exactly and that's my introduction i love that thank you Um, i'm amana 20 um my hobbies include going on Reddit to the relationship advice sub and kind of just like taking joy in other people's misery. I don't know. I just feel like half of those aren't real anyway. It's free entertainment. Um, I've also started running now because of quarantine. Um, I run alone at 6 a.m. So I like to, like during my run, I like to think about like how the man will kill me any man who like runs around me, I'm just like, oh, how is how he's, how's he gonna kill me? Cause it's in like a woodsy area. So it's very easy to dispose of my body. So yeah, those are my, those are my two hobbies. Um, yeah. I feel like we're just like, after each of us introduces stuff, like, hello, Grace. Like, that sounds terrible. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Like, that's what group therapy is. Yeah, it really is. Honestly, like, this is like, a f- flashback because I did group therapy for a bit. Me too. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It was so wild. <laughs> we had to like fill up so one. Bad. Oh my gosh. It was so bad, but I went, I got through it. I got through it. Um, okay. My name is Brie or Bria. Um, oh my gosh. I feel like I wouldn't be like, I'm studying sociology and anthropology. <laughs> um, my, I think hobby that says a lot about who I am is that I'm constantly checking Zillow for houses that I can't afford and that I'm not going to live in, but I do it obsessively. Um, my main character trait is freaking out about my future, except not really because like, I like didn't put in time to actually do that. I'm just like, I don't know. It's like, I'm flirting with, with fear, flirting with the stress of it, <laughs> like to make my life more dramatic for no reason. Um, I have a sh- like shopping shoe problem specifically um and I really want to get rid of my, a lot of my clothes so I've been trying to think about how to do that um I started a memory jar during quarantine of like anytime like something good happened to me or like I had a good day I would like write it down and put it in this jar Aww. it's something I saw on TikTok Amazing. um and I did it for a bit and then I stopped doing it and everyone's like do it try a journal try this I can't I can't, but I desperately need it because I'm a negative Nelly sometimes. And like, 
I can't take my own advice. Like, I'm like, when I'm happy, when I'm happy, I'm like happy. I'm like, yes, this is it. Like, I'm so excited for life. And then I'm not, I'm like, literally nothing good has ever happened in the world. Really, <laughs> so, everything sucks. We're all gonna yeah, die. <laughs> truly. Nothing matters. So that is me. Love that. Um, I also love Zillow. I have like seven Manhattan penthouses saved. Right? They're like $3 million. I am not in the tax bracket to be affording that. It just feels nice to go through those things. Um, I'm also on TikTok. I'm on a less wholesome wholesome side of TikTok. I'm on a prison TikTok. And I think there's this like hit woman that keeps coming on my page. I think she's an assassin. She's either an assassin or a money launderer or all I know is that she's a fugitive and like she posted a picture of her. Does she post videos and she's just like when you're a fugitive and it has long hair, black hair? Yeah. Yeah. She's on my feet too. She's scary. (laughs) How do you self-identify as a fugitive? I think she's like hiding in a country that's like, she won't say what country, but it's definitely not the U.S. from like the signs around her. I just can't make out the language. And I think she's in a country that doesn't extradite to the U.S. So, and she kind of just shows her money and it's all cash. It's like an obscene amount of money in cash. And I'm like, what did you do? <laughs> um, I don't want to know. Good for her. Truly, I was, yeah, I was thinking that too. Like, okay, love that. She has healthcare and she's rich. I love that. Good position to be in. I can't imagine having either of those things. <laughs> yeah. So what do you need therapy about, guys? What do I need therapy? What do I need therapy about? This world has beaten me to a pulp. Yeah. yeah. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. Well, I've been struggling with that news about getting the coronavirus got me a little too excited. And it's the first time I've ever wished death upon someone that way. And like, how do I cope with that? Am I a bad person? No, right? He's like a bad The way I look at it is that my mom literally like lit a candle for his death. Like those like Catholic death candles. <laughs> like she lit one and she was so happy. So I'm just like, if my sweet uh, Catholic mom, Christian can openly, like, she was not hiding it at all. Like, if she can openly celebrate this, I think I'm fine. Um, to the, for legal purposes, FBI agents spying on us, this is a joke. Just saying. It's, like, fine, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? First Amendment. We didn't give him the coronavirus. <laughs> we did not, actually. And we, we did not give him the people die because of it, because of the economy. We didn't do that either. We didn't do that either. Um, what do I need therapy for? I need therapy. I know y'all need therapy. Like, come on. I know y'all need therapy. No, I need, I'm just trying to think of, pick one subject. <laughs> <laughs> what should I go through? My childhood, my adolescence. It's a lot of material everywhere. Um, I think I would ask, at this like present moment, I would ask my therapist for like advice on, well, I was telling Grace this like earlier before Bria, Bria came on. <clears throat> I'm seriously considering becoming a stripper. Like, not in the annoying, like, eh, I want to be a, you know, like, that kind of thing. Like, I'm seriously considering it. Because I was at the gas station the other day, and this, like, man came up to me, and he was like, you have a fat ass. Like, I own this stripper. <laughs> Here's my business card. You should come work for me. Wait, that actually happened? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I would say yes anyway, but, like... <laughs> I've seriously been thinking about it. Because at first I was like, I can't dance. But I was like, wait, but like then there's pole dancing classes. I really could do this. Like, I really could do it. <laughs> could you, you know, be one of the, the, they do the, you know, the whole thing, the bottle service, the bartending, and you could learn, learn new skills. All of a sudden you're a director of your own club or something. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yes. Like a, like, okay. seriously thinking about it. Are there drive through strip clubs right now? Well, what, we're, what they're doing in Atlanta is just that, like, you're pretty... Well, they only let, like, a certain amount of people in at a time, and they're sitting far away, and you're only allowed to, like... So instead of, like, throwing money on the stage, like you usually would, you just put it on your table, um, and you can, like, have, like, lap dances. Strip clubs are, like, the most solid evidence about, like, the gender wage gap, because I can never imagine, like, throwing away, like, $500 
in a night. I know. Like, for just selling asses and titties. Like, that's crazy. And they just have that. They're like, yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah I've been thinking. But I'm just like, is this like a scam? Like, because, okay, if I make a lot of money, like, I have to, like, tip the DJ, tip the bouncer, give my cut to, like, give a part, like, a cut of it to, like, the guy who owns the club. I'm like, this is worth it. And then... And then you realize that stripping is a pure, is a is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Truly, <laughs> fine. All those pyramid scheme girls from Boston look like they're having a good time. Yeah, they look happy. Maybe this is like a sign. I have to I have to think about it. Like, no, for sure, think about it. Well, because I can't sleep anyway. Another need for therapy. I just I I have insomnia. So, my boyfriend's sister. FaceTimed us the other night. We were together and she was just starting her job as a dancer. And she just started this job. She calls with a stack of bills in her hand. I like, held to her phone. Like, held to her ear like a phone. And I was like, no fucking way. I love that. That could be life. That's, that's swaying me even more, actually. I think I'm going to give it a try. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how dangerous it is. Like, in like, the 80s, they were like, Stripping's dangerous. You would die mm-hmm. if you get talk, caught up in the wrong like groups. I mean, yeah. now it's just like, don't follow each other on Instagram. Like, yeah. never cities are like. I like honestly, I fully believe that by the time our generation is running for office, like people's nudes won't even be like a problem because everyone's nudes are on the internet. Yeah, I'm. Full, I you know, already out there. I keep seeing those things on TikTok. That's like, there's this these sites that like how you could look up people's name and find their nudes and I'm like I and then people were saying they were like looking I mean it's obviously terrible but like looking it up and like being oh fuck like that's my friend or like that's me and I just for multiple reasons I won't go and look because I just don't want to be exposed to it but I'm also like 100% I'm on there <laughs> like I'd be shook if I wasn't I mean that would be, I, excuse me? like these sites that were people like were all like basically I don't say incels but just like creepy ass men slash revenge porn people like post like nudes that they're like past partners or like whoever has sent them or they like find them and then like post them ew i actually can't believe it wow like who has the time can you imagine like when i break up with someone like i literally i block them i delete everything I literally repressed that part of my life forever. Like, imagine keeping someone's nudes. And okay, wild. Honestly, I sent nudes via text messages. Same. I'm when I was when I was in middle school and early high school, like the dumbass I am. So, oh, not. That also, early. I'm. Oh my gosh! Like, I'm so shook by this. On Snapchat, I sent like via Snapchat. I sent things, but like through the chat function because I'm a fucking stupid ass. And it's still yeah, the whole thing saved. And I like look back and like we're friends. Like the guys and we're friends. And it was before college. So that's like it's like four years at this point ago. And I can look back and I can see them. And I like have debated several times messaging him being like, hey, like I know you definitely have them because I can see that they've been saved. So can you just like or at least in the chat. So can you just like make, can we delete that on both of our ends? Like, can we restart? Like we're friends now. It's fine. Like, it's cool. Like I'm not upset about it, but also like. Yeah, please. I feel like that's like a perfectly fine thing to ask. Or you can just block him. (laughs) That's true. Like I don't even use Snapchat anymore. Snapchat had such a downfall. It was so sad to watch. What happened to it? It got fucking, it sold out, basically. The equipment is selling out. Like, the minute they got those, like, stories from, like, corporations. Oh, yeah. It was over for them. Yeah, and Instagram's doing the same thing. Dude, Instagram's whole problem is that they're promoting, like, brands, and it's, like, a whole capitalist scheme now. Instead of, like, this is my brother's photo, or, like. Yeah, like, where are my friends? (laughs) So, I don't even use my, like, my main Insta anymore. I use my Finsta. Because since I follow a lot less people on there, it just, mm. the content is actually, like, tailored to me. I just use my Finsta to follow hot girls. And that's, like, if you go through my Finsta and, like, the people I follow, <laughs> it's literally just, like, 800 hot people. I love that. I feel like that's what Finsters are for. Yeah. I'm trying to revive my Finsta. See, my Finsta is in a state, like, I made it my sophomore year of high school. So they're, like, people that, like, 
I'm not friends with at all that are following it. And then like some, like I think someone tagged me from SWAT and like a post with my Finsta and then a couple more people from SWAT followed it. So I'm like, I would have to like totally revamp it one and also redesign it and get rid of people slash try to, maybe I'll do that. I was thinking, I've been thinking about that. I have a Finsta that I like locked myself out of and I, I have had that one since high school. And, like, people still follow it, but I can't get in. So there's, like, 120-ish posts that I just, like, don't remember posting, but people can, like, go back and look at it. It's that's probably really bad. Like, No, that happened to me. Like, I, like, couldn't get into my Finsta for, like, almost a full three years. And there were really embarrassing photos of me, like, I mean, I was, like, 14, 15, like, what, like whatever. Um, like, old pictures of my boyfriend, like, just weird, weird stuff. And then I couldn't get back in. And then somehow I like schemed it. Like I tried everything and then one, like, I don't know what even what I did, but I like was able to like hack back into it. Oh my God. It's all good. <laughs> oh, I signed up with like the wrong email. Mm. Like I spelled something wrong. So whenever they sent like the confirmation email, like I never confirmed anything, like my password or anything. So mm. it just flopped. Maybe you can like record it. For pretending to be you that's what i did with my because i locked myself out of my high school finsta and then i just like kept reporting it for like just outrageous things I would, i'd say that it was racist like all the time i would just keep reporting it and finally they took it down so i was like okay cool i just want to see what i was like back then i feel like i was super just like the only time i ever post my finsta is like whenever i'm upset about something same i, mean, I love your finsta same yeah, like the whole life update. I get excited when I see it. I'm, I'm like, like, oh my god. I'm gonna get the it's inside suit. It's literally just like me talking about my relationships, like relationship issues. But now I'm in a stable, loving relationship. Yeah, what the fuck? Nothing to talk about. I'm just like, I guess it's like, so this is in love. Beautiful. It's so weird because like, in, like in Nigeria, all my friends from Nigeria, they're all my female ones anyway. Their, their finstas are just like titties. Like they're nudes. Like, pictures because i don't know our all of our it's it's a weird dynamic where like your main finsta all your family is watching you and their snitches like i remember one time i posted like a risque i was actually a picture with grace i was wearing this black dress and my titties were out and it was short and someone sent this to my mom and so that's just the kind of like environment nigerian women have to do yeah so on our finstas we post like our cute pics with our asses out we're like no one can snitch. So I think I'm going to start doing that. That's like ridiculous that someone said it to your mom. I hate when people do that. Like So annoying. I feel so 12 years old. So I just looked to myself today. That was looking cute. And then pulled my titties out for some of them. And I was like, oh, this is cute. So I made a gif. It's like a nude, but it's a gif. I love it. And that. I'm wondering if that's just like overkill to send my boyfriend. No, that's I'm literally so looking funny. right now. It's like, he's going to see this and be like, why is this bitch crazy? I think I need therapy on a lot of things, but one of them is definitely, like, conf- like body confidence and just, For like, sure. I, like, feel like I, like, it's one of those things where I talk so much about it, talk to so many uh-huh. friends, like, just women and about, like, you know, enjoying your body and, like, not needing to have, like, I also saw this thing earlier this, or later in the summer, um, like, August or something, I don't know, um, that was a post on Instagram, and it was, like, a, like rebelling against this whole like all bodies are beautiful thing and saying like no it's not about all bodies are being beautiful it's like the fact that they sh- doesn't matter if they're beautiful like you still like a, your beauty doesn't have like mean um like your worth and I was like yeah of course I agree with this but something about that like bothered me because I was like but I want to be beautiful like I want to like my yeah. body like I want to have a beautiful body and like I mean that was that person's like perception their or slash like whatever they were theories they were drawing from but I was like, wow, I never thought about that because there's this whole obviously like body positivity, body positivity and like everybody is beautiful movement. And like I try to subscribe to that because like that makes me feel better about myself. But then like hearing this person being like, yeah, well, it doesn't really matter if you're beautiful. Like it, it, it's you, there are ugly bodies and that's okay. <laughs> like, and I was like, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm one of the ugly bodies. Yeah, I was like, okay, we're not to say that though. That's so stupid. Like, what if everybody's beautiful? Like, what's the issue? Like, yeah. beauty, like, yeah, beauty is often yeah. there's a whole like, like industry off of it. Capitalism is kind of built on beauty too. Like, 
especially now with like social media and influencers and stuff like that. And everybody is beautiful. Like it's okay. Yeah, and I think it's okay to feel and I, I don't think that person would be like like yell at other people for saying like but they were just like upset because they were saying that it still even the body positivity movement makes like the body or beauty the still like something to aspire to or to like base your value off of or one's value off of and their point was like well like it doesn't have to do with beauty at all so like it doesn't matter to be like you it doesn't matter to be beautiful like you shouldn't want to be beautiful like necessarily and I was like okay like I'm trying to swallow this like I'm trying to take this yeah, but like, I mean, like in a theoretical so sense I get it but at the same time I don't think you can revo- like divorce the realities of society from like I don't know. It's like one of those things where like, I, I, for example, I read a lot of like radical feminist literature and they talk about like how a lot of things that women do are just like performance. Like even things we take joy in are performance. And I'm like, that's true. Definitely patriarchy like has socialized me in a certain way, but I'm just like, well, I'm ready here. So <laughs> yeah, like still even getting that explanation, I still think that argument's kind of bullshit because like who are you to determine what an ugly body is? That, that's what we're trying to... Yeah, that's, that's mean. Yeah, like, yeah, bodies yeah. are ugly. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, what's ugly? Yeah, I you think the only mean? reason that person kind of got a... Not to say got away with it, but the, the way that... I'm probably also butchering the way they phrase that, but that was the general sentiment, was because they were saying, like, how they were... They felt that about themselves. Like, I'm okay with the fact that I'm ugly or I, I don't like... Like, but it doesn't change anything about my worth. And, like, people are, like, in the comments kind of just, like, talking amongst themselves and be, like, I've never thought about it this way. Or, but, like, I get what you're saying, but, like, I still, I, I mean, not that you need me to say that you're beautiful, but what if I do find you beautiful? Or what if I find, I look similarly to you and I find myself beautiful? Does yeah. That mean, does that mean I'm not? And, like, I was just, like, so shook by that because I was, like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> um, that's the thing. I think that everyone should learn to see themselves as beautiful. Like, it might not be, like, what your worth is based on. I understand, like, you are more worthy in like other ways and you see yourself as more worthy in other ways but like taking care of like your body like feeling beautiful is like a form of self-care because you feel good you know what I mean like sometimes like when I get out of bed blah 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 like I look like shit but I'm like okay I still feel beautiful I get that but I still feel beautiful even though I know I'm ugly it's just like it's just that like looking towards yourself and liking like it, yeah, you know what I mean? Like Instead of being like, oh, I'm ugly. I have other things that are good about me. Like, it doesn't matter. Just be like, I'm beautiful. Like, I hate okay. fake deep people who, like, bring up these arguments that aren't, like, it's just, it feels so much like they're trying to oppose just to oppose. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. That's just Twitter. Very interesting. It is. I keep thinking, I think, honestly, I think about this every week. Not that conver- Not that thread or, like, the thing that person argument the person brought up but um because I first thought of this because I was thinking about when Grace said like we should definitely this is before like COVID I don't know really was the way it is now but um when we're together we should do like a full like lingerie nude shoot and like everyone can have their selection of nudes that like we should graded you know for their whatever you feel so good right yeah. Um, yes, I just want to bring that up because I really that keeps me that thought um, keeps me going sometimes. I have a Pinterest folder full of like nudes I want to recreate. Like there's this girl on Instagram. Her name is Valentina Voigt. I hope I'm pronouncing it well. She lives in Miami though. Her like lingerie pics, mwah, beautiful. She looks stop. Cool. This is the girl that's always on Twitter, right? She has like yeah. a lingerie like. Brand. Yeah, yeah. I was just staring at her the other night, literally like yesterday, and I was like, "She's so hot." She's so hot, and like I cop, I'm like, "Okay, so if she poses like this. I'm gonna pose like this, bro." And I'm like, <laughs> her body, like, her body seems achievable to me. Like it looks yeah. like my body, which is like, you know what I mean? Like that feels good because I like always see like tall white ladies. Truly, like, I'm not making my confidence go down. That's why I can't. No. I can't. Like, or the people who can wear those really, like, ridiculously, like, high-waisted bikini thong things that, like, their little, their fanny can fit in there. Like, whose pussy yeah, lips can fit in that? I really look like I'm this tall when I wear those. It's like, and they look so long, and their, like, bikini lines are, like, immaculate. Like, they just look. Yeah. They, and I'm just trying to tell myself, like, well, 
fine. Like, I don't need to look like that. I'm not going to look like I that. I would swallow that up. Still in my... Can we pussy on this? I hope so. But yeah, my body would swallow it up. It's just not possible. And it just feels... I don't know. I can't do it. Dude, I'm going to go to the beach. I can't believe we, like, gave up a whole summer. Truly. Yeah, what the fuck is that? That's what I need therapy for, to, like, talk through... I'm just losing a year of my life. Losing time, yeah. A year of my youth. I've been saying how like city years. And what am I doing? What are they? They're covered. Yeah, like this is just, this is a serious year. Like I was also thinking about how I I'm hearing from a lot of people. Um I was gonna say in our generation, but like that doesn't really mean anything because two thousand eight is our generation. But like <laughs> I I mean like people who are like let's say twenty to twenty five right now. Mm-hmm. Who are like living their lives as they would but like also like are slightly more accelerated than they would have been before because they have nothing to look forward to like they're like started like basically living as they graduated um or i don't know if you're 25 maybe things aren't different for you but people who are like maybe just people who are who are in college right now and not first years but like living moving in with their significant other like otherwise they'd be in college but like because things are different they're just like moving on they're mm-hmm. looking at rents earlier they're like moving um they're living with their yeah like all this stuff on zillow with a purpose they're on zillow like it's it's actually wild and i'm like i'm here for it but i'm also like how is this gonna affect us in the long term like we're deaf we're losing time but it's not like our fault obviously like we can't really engage it the same way like we expect you to do and also a college that's near my hometown in pa they had a remote completely remote semester so not like SWAT or Bryn Mawr or anything like that so completely remote and then they just came out with the news today that they're also doing remote for completely remote for the spring oh. because they're anticipating the second wave so there are people who are like okay like by senior year like it's official like I'm not like I'm I'm like not going back oh I'd be so and sad I'm just like, I'd be I'd so sad so sad they're just that, right? wanted to do like I put like uh Sorry, listeners, but I, I planned to be a whore this semester. I really did. Um, I planned, like, there were just things I was looking forward to. I was looking forward to the green bottle party. I wanted to see who wanted to fuck me all the four years. I just wanted to know. By the way, uh, listeners who don't know anything about, like, where we go to school, there's basically a tradition, tradition like, our senior week, aka the week before we graduate. Like, there's there's a party, anyway. And, like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's a yacht party. I don't know. Like prom? Yeah, it's like a party. I don't know if it's on a yacht, but it's like in a fancy place and everyone gets like a bottle of champagne, which is green. prom. Yeah. And then you're supposed to give the bottle of champagne to someone who, if you're wholesome, who you just always wanted to be friends with or talk to, but never like gained the courage, which I don't understand because our school is literally like 20 people, like just go up and talk to them, whatever. And then for the less wholesome version, like people who you wanted to fuck, but you just just haven't gotten the chance to. And I just wanted to know who wanted to fuck me. No, I never will. So such right. a that's such a valid want, though. Like that's like the dream, right? That's like what we thought about. Like I mean, what I thought about my first year. I think like this, like the funniest part about that is like I was just when you were explaining that, like the wholesome versus like not as wholesome part. I was thinking about being a person, seeing someone. Visualize, visualizing someone approaching me with a bottle mm-hmm. they come up to me and I'm like okay like damn okay it's about to go down and then being like I just want to be friends <laughs> I'm like I don't have time for friends I don't know like in reality if that happened I'd be like okay <laughs> you're whole yeah, I'd be like oh let's follow each other on Instagram and then never talk to each other again after tonight I'd unfollow their asses the day after and be like fuck <laughs> off really? if we're not fucking I'm not talking to you Honestly, speaking of, not to talk, go too much into this, but, like, as we graduate, I know we've talked about this before, it's going to be over. Like, the small school bubble will be over, and we'll be able to just, like, do our thing. Like, I don't anticipate graduating and, like, just changing my Instagram friends list, but I might. I'm not limiting myself. I might even make a new one, to be honest. I can't fucking wait. I can't wait to leave here. I'm tired of this place. I'm tired of these fucking people like we're all of my last white people that i don't know it's like being around or like being so i don't know there's just such a presence like like you just you just feel like you're getting stared at a lot at the school 
I hate that. Yeah, it's so like that's why I went abroad for a whole year. I felt very surveilled. Like I would have random people, like literally in Sharples, like random people come up to me um, and be like, "Oh, like I saw like you went out with like X person. Like what was that about?" And I'm like, "I don't know you." I mean, some people I did know, but I was like, why, why are you watching me? Why are people so invested in other people's exactly. I couldn't be. I couldn't be. <laughs> I also don't have the courage to, like, go up to someone, even that I was, like, cool with, like, to, like, just say that stuff. Like, yeah. it's like, why? This is, I mean, this is the part where we, someone inserts conversation about um, Foucault's Panopticon and how we're all yeah, being exactly. stared at. Because... <laughs> This reminds me of when I like I was having sex with someone. I was having sex with someone in Wharton, one of the dorms, and on the first floor with the lights on at like eight p.m. and I realized it. Like, and I'm like, fully like doing it. And I was like on top, and I was like, I can see people. Oh, that means I can be seen. <laughs> I have been seen. Love that. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a whole whole thing. People are so up in your business and up in your ass about everything if people were bolder here i'd be like okay with it like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. if you want to fuck me like don't wait until green bottles like tell me now exactly kind of like what happens when you're like an adult like you know you're just like i'm busy like if you want to fuck like let's fuck you know what i mean i don't have time to like stare at you from across the room for three years and then finally on one night you come to me like i'm just like damn bitch like if you like me then let me know and I, like, I would be, like, probably hype. Like, I definitely, like, played this in my head and, like, thought it was going to be more, like, sexy and interesting and fun than, like, if it actually happened, I'd probably be, like, mm-hmm. feel fine about it. And then I'd be, like, but what the fuck? Now I don't even want to fuck you because, like. Well, now I know. It's not like, like anymore. I w- would have been into it, but, like, now I don't really want it right now in this context. Or it's, like, you're, like, oh, like, this is very nice. Like, I'll schedule, I'll pencil you in. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I plan on receiving multiple bottles tonight. <laughs> It's like the um, fantasy of like someone approaching you, but you have to realize like we know these people. It's this guy from your like computer science class, like <laughs> your computer science guy. It's like, yeah, I think you're cute. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, I, like, you. Um, you actually <laughs> have it back. Thanks. Um, not the knowledge is enough for me. Thank you. My my hands are full. I have so many. Just. <laughs> If it actually happens, I, I will be quite disappointed. <laughs> I'm like pretty sure someone's trying to organize like a Zoom screw this semester. <laughs> I think I saw an email for that. That's, oh my god, that's so nightmarish. That is. Horrible. Oh, for some reason I was stuck on green bottle. I was like, green bottle, virtual green bottle. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god, virtual green bottle. We just like go on it's Zoom and read and direct it's message. Phone the text? Direct message. <laughs> Just like the emoji of a green bottle. I feel like this is a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, literally, your first date's just phone sex. It's very uncomfortable. (laughs) You can send people, like, through the Zoom. You can, like, order them, like, dildos and gifts. Amazing. God forbid if anyone, (laughs) anyone that goes to Swarthmore with me ever buys me a sex toy, I'll set myself on fire. I feel like it'd be a weird one, too, because no one at school is normal. It'll be something very like violating. There's definitely like an orgy room in Mary Lyons, like definitely. I like definitely know of someone who has like a mini dungeon in the room. I'm forgetting who though. I've heard this before. I've actually heard this too. I just don't remember the name. I want to know these people. Not not, not for like you know research <laughs> or anything, but, <laughs> but research. I like want to get into it. I need to expand my horizons. It's just like. I just want to know about the subcultures at our school. Like, our sophomore year, my friend Sarah and I, like, oh, my God, I hope no one listens to this, but we would go to, like, I feel so bad. We would go to, like, I hope they're not offended, but we'd go to frat parties and, like, take notes and be like, okay, okay, very white. Okay, okay. Uh, the N-word is quite loud, um, considering the ratio of Black people here, but interesting. Okay. Just like we would just like we would literally take notes like on the notes app on our phone and then discuss in our dorm after. And I feel really bad saying that because like they're not zoo animals, they're people. I'm sorry, but like, I just want to understand people like because I feel like everyone observation, school, yeah. I just I feel like everyone at the school has a thing, and I just I don't know. I'm just uh, 
and I want to know what my thing is like how am I perceived hopefully not at all but if I am like how what else do I think about my friend sent me a message the other day he was like are you in therapy right now and I said <laughs> no but I should be please <laughs> reply and I'm like was that like a, I'm checking in on you because I think you need therapy or is that just like a, I was just wondering if you were. Yeah. That's something that's very like weird to not expand upon after you said that. I'd be like, what? I'm a very, like, I'm a deeply insecure person. So I'd be like, wait, what, what does that mean? What are you trying to say? So what are you guys afraid of? What am I afraid of? Failure. That's your big one? That's my big one. Yeah. I have like my existential Enneagram one and then I have like my like normal like everyday one. My existential one is like that I'm not going to be significant in the world in the sense of like not that I want everyone to know me or like I don't want to be famous. That scares me. That would stress me out. It's like I want to feel like I'm contributing something where I feel like valued in some way Mm -hmm. and like that's my also like my crisis about like finding a job figuring out what I want to do even though I'm young it's just like am I going to pick something that am I going to end up in a job that feels fulfilling and also makes me feel like I'm like contributing in some way to some greater thing or like whatever just feel good about myself mm-hmm. or like do I do a job that like I don't like as much because I but it makes me feel like I'm doing something more like all those things like I'm always like very black and white in that way but my everyday one is like I'm so bad at this I love like all animals but fucking spiders. I can't. I'm that bitch. I was driving today. I was driving and I just saw all of a sudden I saw a spider descend down on its little string web as I was driving. And I literally like went veered into the other lane. Like no one was there. But I was just it freaked me out. And I had to literally stop the car and like flip flick it. And then I felt bad because I was like, what if I hurt it? And like, I don't want to hurt animals. So cute. Yeah. And like, I think about their little fucking eight eyes and their legs and I'm like, Oh, like kind of. And then I'm like, Ugh, and I don't I like it. Stop that but... <laughs> so. I was just saying, I have no remorse. Like I will, I'll like air freshener, toothpaste, hand signs anything i will poison it no i I poured like a bunch of bleach like literally a tub of like bleach that you put in the laundry on like an ant pile just because i was like i feel nothing for these little fucking rascals love that and it's and it bleached like the it was in front of my house and it bleached like the sidewalk and it's still that's so funny um yeah so we're I'm, i'm like yeah, literally. It sounds like I'm admitting that I killed small animals. Oh my gosh, no. PETA's going to get their handle on this. Literally, we're going to get canceled on our first Cancel episode. Us. We're going to get canceled. <laughs> first episode, guys. I, I'm, I'm not a scientist but I'm or a biologist, but I'm willing to say that um, they are very minimally sentient beings, so I don't really... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, it's fine. I have opposable thumbs. I'm superior. Right. Kidding, PETA. Jesus. We think we have a chick for having, like, opposable thumbs, but octopi have eight arms and tentacles that can just do exactly what our thumbs can do. They can grip harder. <laughs> I got those gorilla grip. I'm sorry. When I was yeah, younger, tentacle hentai was literally, like, a live octopus that someone put on their pussy. Like, I, like, didn't know what it was. Like, I thought, is that what it is? No. Is that not what hentai is? It's, it's like, a it's like animation. It's, like, animated, yeah. I thought it was, like, real. Like, I thought they put, like, actual. Because, <laughs> you know, you can, like, when they cut up squid or cut up octopus right after, sorry if this is, you know, graphic. Yeah, things will move. They, like, they'll move. And I thought part. it was, like, either that or they use a live octopus, in which case that's, like, bestiality. But, like. That's true. But if, if it's not bestiality, like, if it's dead and they're just, like, putting it on you, like, that's what is necrophilia. it? Necrophilia. Yeah, if it's not a mammal, I feel like right. If, like, I'm confused. Or, okay, <laughs> like if like okay, if someone would like put their dick. Oh my god, this is like a nightmare situation. But if someone put their dick in like one of those like fish tanks with tiny fish that eat dead skin, and like Tom Clegg rocked it, is that bestiality? I'm sure it is, but like it feels different. Yeah, it's like almost a treatment. You gotta smooth their dick out of it. These are pretty smooth as they are. Yeah, true. They really are. I'm a big fan. Like, I wish I had one. Me too. I was just thinking about that today. 
Yeah. I wish I had to. It's just like, I would wiggle it around. Toys that are like, like, there's like texture toys. Like, you like to play with like squishy things. That's just like having one of those, but like, always acceptable. And I find it so fascinating that like balls like move. Like they're just always adjusting to temperature changes. And I could like, not to be a freak, but I, would, I could stare at it for hours. And I'm just like, it just does that. My titties yeah, like, I know. Yeah, most of my titties do like my nipple. Like if it's, you know, it, it's hard, it's cold. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Just, do y'all have sensitive it. nipples? What? Do y'all have sensitive nipples? I think my, honestly, my nipple piercings, like, I don't want to say they made them less sensitive, but they're definitely not more sensitive. I'm kind of sad about it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I feel like they kind of made them less sensitive. Like, I love them, and I, like, I can't imagine what I would look like without them. Like, I can't believe I didn't have them, like, two years ago. But, yeah, I wish they made them more sensitive. Oh, my gosh, I'm thinking about getting um, a vagina, a, a vulva piercing. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I know. But, so but I, <laughs> look at did you have the nipple tie. Wait, I'm so terrified of that. Like a one or a clitoris one? Um, I think I would be interested in getting, um, there's, oh my gosh, I'm trying to think, not the Christina or not a, I think it would be, yeah, the vertical one, the vertical hood one. Oh, that's a or great, like, you wouldn't always have, for like the last year, of, uh, last semester of senior year, like, if you guys, if you guys were ever playing Two Truths and a Lie with like a group of people to like be an icebreaker, you could just be like, I have a vagina piercing. <laughs> and people would be like, that's your lie, and then you're like. Nope. Well, the thing about that is, like, I looked it up, like, and I go to this piercer called Infinite Body Piercer in, in Philly, and they're pretty great, and I, I if they're not a tattoo shop, because a lot of good places are tattoo shops, because needles and stuff, but they, they just do piercings, and they're really cool, very nice people, um, and I was looking at their FAQ online. They also have very graphic images of, of different piercings. It's great. And they were saying that, like, there's basically no way if you get, like, one of those clip piercings that it, like, makes you less sensitive. Like, it's not possible. Like, it either makes you more or it stays the same, which is, like, different for nipples because, like, nipples can, like, yeah, you can get less, like, less sensitive or, like, but, like, you know, like, it won't get less sensitive. It's for sure not going to get less sensitive. I feel like more sensitive is kind of just, like, too much. You know what I mean? It's already pretty fucking sensitive. Like, you know when, like, it starts hurting that it's so Yes, sensitive? that happens to you, yeah. too. Like, that's, no, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like, okay, there's too much going on here. I think, wait, I'm about to misquote this st- statistic, but it was something like, like, the clit has, like, 9,000 nerve endings in it, and, like, the whole penis has, like, 4,500. 4, like, it's, like, Ugh. ridiculous like that. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's all in the freaking prostate. I'm trying to get in someone's ass. Not someone. The person that I'm in love with. <laughs> I'm trying to get in his ass. That is so funny because I was listening. Um, I was listening to online. But there's this like audio porn app called like Gypsy. And I was listening to one on like I usually they have like sex podcasts. So that's what I was listening to. But I also do listen to the porn. But anyway, I they went on the next one. So I listened to like there was one about like pegging and it was just basically audio porn of a guy getting pegged and I wasn't even like aroused I was just interested I was like whoa what's wow that is so interesting I don't know I just felt like I should share no that's beautiful and I remember sophomore oh my gosh I don't want to expose people my sophomore year of college someone who lived across from me was saying I was like we were like drunk or something we were across I think and we were talking about just like a lot of shit and then pegging came up and I very straightforward asked him I said if your girlfriend was like what like wanted to peg like would you be into it like you know because we're ta- I think we we're talking about masculinity mm-hmm. and um he was like honestly like yeah like a hundred percent um and that's hot <laughs> I was just like and it was like one of those like late night maybe like two in the morning conversations like yeah, on a Thursday like weird and I was like oh shit like that's great and he was like yeah like more men like more specifically more straight men should like like stop being afraid of your asshole yeah, period like stop being afraid that of your he's like I'd be so down and so it's just like that's lovely like let's have more conversations about that um so yeah I think that's it's interesting I I definitely like feel like 
I mean, I'm not with a man right now, but I personally haven't had anal sex. And like, I feel like I wish I kind of did, but now at this point in my life, I'm not sure I want to anymore. But I'm also like, I don't know. I don't expose her too much. But I people in my life that are more adventurous and like influence me. And I feel like people who don't know me as well, like I talk about sex, like I've done it all, like I've seen it all, blah, blah. I have a great appreciation for it, which is true. But I'm also like very, have had a very vanilla experience. Like I hope, for, I was a hoe for sure. 100% a hoe, but I, like, wasn't, like, doing, like, it was very vanilla. This reminds me of a graph that, like, my, like, Leah and I made about, like, a trend line of our, our hypothesis that the kinky you are, the less hoish you are, like, and the most hoish people, or not the most hoish people, but, like, can be, like, very, like, vanilla in their sex, but then, like, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about this. We, I might have, we might have to revise the theory. It's because, yeah. like, it's hard to find people to do kinky stuff with if you're at home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to do it with anyone. Like, there's some, like, weirdos out there. I feel you. Yeah, that's true. It might function more as a byproduct or just, like, a function of, like, if you're interested in, if you're a kinky person, it's not necessarily that you don't want to have kinky sex with a lot of people. It's just that, like, it's harder to have kinky sex with a lot of people because right. you would have to, like, find the community and, like, mm-hmm. you can't just, like, find that on Tinder randomly or, like, at a party. Right. Or <laughs> right. Like, if anyone on Tinder, like, if the first thing someone said to me on Tinder was, like, um, I would like to uh, beat you up with a paddle, um, I would immediately call Kamala Harris to arrest them. I, I really, I'd be so scared, even though in theory, I'm like, okay, Let's talk about it more. But, like, if that's the first thing, like, a hookup said to me, even though I'm, that's a bad example, because I don't really, like, I don't really hook up with people, to be honest. But if, in in that, like, world, if I did, wait, when you, like, mentioned, like, anal sex, I was very, like, ooh, interesting, because, like, in Nigeria, it's a very religious society. A lot of, like, emphasis is placed on, like, virginity. And it's, like, really, really common at least in my experience, like, I can name five people who, like, had anal sex before they had, like, vaginal sex, because, like, they didn't want to lose their virginity, so, like, they would, even though, like, in, at least the way I think about it, like, anal sex is definitely the more, like, uh, advanced one. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, that was, like, the starter, and I was just like, huh. Wow. Shit. Damn. That's such evidence that virginity is so fake. It's so fake. It is practical, though, because abortion is illegal, so you can never get pregnant from there, I guess. Well, I feel like every day I've been having, like, a set of, like, recurrent memories in my first, like, the memory I've been having lately um, has been, like, me freaking picking up Plan B from from freaking CVS, or Rite Aid, actually, Rite Aid after losing my virginity. Like, I hate myself. But yes, like, I feel like... <laughs> Yeah, this is wild. It's just, like, so much. Like, I feel like... I've, I've like, driven a lot of people, like, in the middle of the night to get Plan B. Um, I've also driven a lot of people to... Sorry, that was my laptop. I don't know how to, like, set off notifications during this, but I've driven a lot of people to get Plan B in the U.S., and I've driven a lot of people to the vet to get... um. I I can't remember, like, the name of the drug, but it's, like, it's for animals who, it's for dogs with ulcer, but it's actually also, like, an abort, if if a human takes it, like, it'll it'll abort a baby, so because abortion is illegal in Nigeria, that's what women do, they, like, pretend to have a, I have a dog, so it was easy for me to be, like, to take my dog, yeah, so I would take my dog and be, like, hi, my dog has ulcer, and they would give me, like, the pills, but then I would give it to my friend, and she would, like, get her abortion which is why i'm just like why would you make it illegal uh women's rights abortion rights thank you like literally um like i've never taken a plan b before which is uh risky because i definitely had some slip-ups but honestly i was thinking about like the fact that like not i was just thinking about i think we talked about this before but the fact that i feel like my senior like the summer between senior year and college like I was just such a freak like I'm not a freak I was just such a hoe and like I'm I'm not judging myself for it like I'm not like saying that negatively I just like was sleeping with a lot of people and like that was my path at the time like that's what I wanted to do that's what I needed to do and I was talking to my girlfriend I was saying like honestly like I can't say what would have happened if like 
I like certain things didn't happen. Like I'm a big, I mean, I don't want to get into chaos theory and like multiverse theory. Like I, I mean, I, these are the things I think about at night, but like, cause the idea of like, Oh, like if I didn't do something well in that, in that, if in the world, in the universe that I made that decision, like my life would be completely different. So it's not really, it doesn't matter, but I'm saying like, I saying how, like, if I didn't do all that shit or I didn't like start my sexual experiences, whatever the way I did, like in high school, um, like I think I'd still be a virgin, like probably. Like I don't know. I mean, who's to say? I don't know. But like I'm like wow, wild. Definitely. And like so- freshman year of high school, or college. I was just thinking about when you were saying like the Tinder thing or like the dating app thing. If someone was like, "Hey, like I want to punch you," or whatever, like I whatever they want to say. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that freaking um swath that freaking police officer. I remember that. Who was like, hey, like, I want to cuff you in the back of my car. And I was literally like, I am a black woman. Like, oh. and you're fucking 26. And I just, like, turned 18, essentially. So leave me alone. But at the time, I was also like, oh, yeah. like, no, no. I remember because I was, like, hyping you up. And now I look back and I'm, like, horrified. Like, no, yeah. I mean, I was hyping myself up about it, too. And that remind- that is the reason why, like, my freshman year, I, like, hooked up with so many seniors. And, like... It's fine, I guess, but I'm also looking back and I was just like, they were all creepy. Yeah. They were all creepy and like not good. Like for it and like awful. That's on them for being creepy and like making well not making, but like influencing freshmen to hook up with them because like it's a literally a universal thing to know that like freshmen are like susceptible to this stuff because college is new, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. screw them. It's so weird. It reminds me of this documentary I saw that was on Netflix. I don't think it is anymore. But it was basically, like, this whole documentary on, like, spring break. Not, like, just spring break, but, like, hookup culture and, like, our generation. Like, I would say, like, millennial, young millennial to, like, older Gen Z. And, like, about how, like, spring break is this time of, like, hanging out, hooking up. But in general, like, also just general themes about hooking up. And how, like, there's, they interviewed some therapist in it or some psychologist. And she was saying how, like, people, our generation we work so hard like we actually there's evidence like that we work so hard to like keep our emotions out of sexual inter- mm-hmm. encounters and work hard to have meaningless sexual encounters and like when we do and we feel like we succeed at that then we like pat ourselves on the back especially like as women like i mean there's still pressure gendered pressure on men to like perform and masculinity and sex and all that too but like also as when because we're you know, the d- default is we're seen as like, oh, we're going to be like fall in love with someone when we, when we hook up with them or we're going to be the ones that like, mm-hmm. and it's great for those women who like can like fucking like, you know, say bye and like they I feel good can. about themselves doing that, but I can't. And I like tried so hard to like make myself be that person because I like thought it was desirable and I thought that like I was trying so hard to like not care about it. Mm-hmm. And like, this is like what that whole like part of the premise of like that documentary was I forget what it's called I need to figure it out but um and yeah like that that psychologist was saying like yeah people in this generation like work really hard to have meaningless sexual encounters and like we there's we actually can study like how this affects the psyche and affects people's relationships because we're you know we're trying to convince ourselves that we like want to do these sexual activities or like that we feel good about them afterwards or that we don't care and I was just like wow this that hurt like that feels really really uh personal (laughs) yeah no I was I was thinking about it and I was like because I've had a very uh sexless four years here um because like freshman year I just did I almost did and then like at the last minute I was like yeah I'm actually not feeling this like it just doesn't feel good so I left um but I was thinking like if that like what like what you were saying about if you hadn't like had that had those hookups in like high school you'd probably still be a virgin I think like that's what happens to me because I didn't have that first one I'm like still I'm not a virgin but like still pretty like inexperienced I was thinking about that because I just know myself like I'm so I'm like a baby if you believe in astrology I'm a Pisces rising like I'm so soft I don't think I could oh do my gosh that. I forgot we're both Pisces rising yeah oh my gosh but you're a Scorpio moon right yeah I'm just not okay, yeah I'm a Cancer yeah, I'm just not built like that. And I always felt like a bit of a loser because I was like, oh my God, like, be a bad bitch. But I can't. I just can't. It's not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally agree. Um, like, everything in media nowadays is built on, like, like, I love seeing it. Like, I love seeing, like, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, like, bad bitch energy, like, hoe energy. 
but then like when it comes down to myself I'm like damn like it's I can embody that if I like really really push myself but it feels so out of place for me because I am like at the end of the day like a 12 year old mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that happens to be 21 years old I wish I had bad bitch energy like that though same same I think like for some people they generally it just comes like naturally to them but I feel like a lot of people are not like that myself included and it's just and it's just weird like that's why I don't even like want to date because I mean number one men are scary um number two I just feel like maybe I'm just on Twitter too much but it just feels like it's just like a competition of who can care like the less like who can care less and I will lose every time so I just don't even bother another thing I need to go to therapy for um attachment issues absolutely like though like I was doing a lot of thinking about attachment theory or trying to because I was trying to like get to know myself um and I was also like just thinking about like my boundaries and the things I suck at and shit and just whatever um I forget I was about to say what my attachment theory was based on the test I took but I totally forget what it is um I think it's it's I'm gonna yeah I don't know I want to it's like anxious avoidment or something I don't know you know, there's secure, anxious, avoidant, anxious avoidant, and I think fearful avoidant. Oh, I'm anxious avoidant. That's what it is. Wait, what is this? Uh, attachment theory. Can you explain it to the yeah. people? <laughs> like, <laughs> um, basically, it's, I'm probably going to butcher it, but the way I understand it is that, like, how, how you, like, attach to people in relationships, uh, platonic or romantic, but I think the focus is on like romantic ones. And it's like based on the kind of attachments you formed with your parents or the kind of uh, attachments you saw your parents form with each other. And so some people like, are, well, the, the one you're quote unquote supposed to be is like securely attached. So it's like, you're, yeah, you're just secure in yourself and in the relationship, there's nothing to prove. Um, and then there's like anxious attached, which like are people who would be, we would like think of as like needy or clingy, um, who are just like really, who just like need a lot of attention and need a lot of validation because maybe they didn't get it in their childhood or maybe, I don't know, whatever. And then there's avoidance, which is the one I got, uh, which is like the people, they're just like afraid uh, of being like vulnerable or being hurt. So they just kind of like shut down and don't. Can you drop? Can you drop this link in the I will. Chat? I definitely will. Um, and then there's like anxious avoidant where they're like, it's a bit of both where they're like, maybe, I don't know, maybe Bria can explain that one. I forgot. Which one did you just say? I'm sorry. Uh, anxious avoidant. Anxious avoidant. Oh, anxious avoidant. Well, also these the thing, the thing that's tricky about this, I found when I was doing it because they have slightly different names depending on the test because like it could be like some people say like preoccupied instead of like anxious and they use like dismissing instead of like uh, avoidant. Yeah. Um, so the it's the it's the avoidant one you said right? Or sorry. Yeah, the the anxious the one that's like a combination of anxious and avoidant like the one where it's like fearful that one or like the I forget they're four right? Oh my gosh, I'm like totally forgetting. The one I saw was. Four, I think I, it's from an Instagram that I saw it actually. Yeah, this is- but the one I remember from anxious avoidant was like you're uh, basically like you're you're like the anxious person, like you're pretty quote unquote clingy, needy, like you need a lot of validation, but you're ex- you're afraid to express that because I don't know, maybe like you weren't your feelings weren't validated as a child, or like you just you feel like anything you express is like a burden or whatever. Um, and so you're anxious because you're overcompensating for the fact that you're afraid to be, uh, just be like yourself and like ask for things, which makes you kind of overcompensate and be more quote unquote clingy than you need to. But then because you were like rejected when you would express your feelings in the past, you kind of take on an avoidance shell, which would like, so like you just, you don't, you don't really like attach you kind of come off as like more cold or whatever than you actually are. Mm, yeah. Okay, I really need to take this because I've literally been having issues in my relationship about this where like I feel like I'm very like I just don't verbally like attach or like verbally express like affection that much. Mm-hmm. And I think 
That's because okay, now it's therapy therapy. It's because like my parents never loved each other. Like, I do. Really? Mm-hmm. No, like, I thought you were like in love. I mean, now that I live with them full time, I can just see it was just like the glimpses I got when I was younger, but like now that I'm here, it's not really that. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, what the fuck is that, you know? Like, yeah, my parents definitely, like, I asked my mom, I was like, why did you guys get married? And she was like, oh, it was, like, convenient. Like, his family liked my family, my family liked his, and I was getting old. I was like, damn. <laughs> what the fuck is that? And we're also, like, like, Kachin people are, like, only recently removed from arranged marriages. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, literally in my culture, it's literally just, like, People don't really get married and stuff because they love each other. Like, I don't understand how people are so, like, affectionate. I wish I could be. We'll see. Interesting. I forget exactly what mine is. No, I think, I think it's a mixture of anxious and the one that's a mixture. It's, like, anxious and avoidant. I don't know. I forget. I'm annoyed. Um, it's not secure. I have, like, I'm like secure. 30% secure. It was, like, I was, like, okay, that's an improvement for the last time I took it, which I got like 16% secure. Um, yeah, I think because my parents are like very in love and like, you know. Love that. Whatever. And that's great. But I think my, I like compared myself a lot to them growing up. And I also felt like I was like, they gave me a lot of like encouragement, but also at the same time, like, like one day I'd be like, you're doing great. And then like the next day, like be like, I would, or I would interpret it that like they were saying like, you're doing great. And then like very like soon after that it was like oh but you're not doing enough at the same time so I think I got mixed signals or I perceived mixed signals and because of that I'm very like giving over giving in relationships but then I'm like have a really hard time communicating and then like if someone critiques me like I take it really hard Mm -hmm. Um, and I have very like I'm very like sensitive like really really sensitive and do um, people grow out of that like do people stop yeah do they like have better ways yeah, in theory, you're supposed to, like, uh, it's, it's called the Gottman Institute, and they have a whole expensive, well, not, I mean, they're, like, Gottman certified therapists that, like, help you or whatever, and, like, you're supposed to identify whatever this thing is. It's the whole thing. When I wanted to be a psychologist, I, like, I looked at it, uh, but, yeah, I mean, in theory, like, you're, you, you can, like, grow to be more secure. Like, these things are supposed to be dynamic with your experiences, um, however, I cannot afford therapy, hence this podcast. So I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty set in the avoidant territory. Hopefully I do get better because it's literally, it's actually sometimes embarrassing. Like I'll see like, I don't know, because I'll be like, oh my God, I'll see like on Twitter, let me be a cute couple and they'll be like, oh, that's so cute. Like, huh, must be nice. And then like maybe someone will text me or my mom will try to set me up with someone because I'm of age now, I guess. Um, and I'll literally be like disgusting get away from me don't I will spit in your face leave me you know like very aggressive and I have to think like wow that's uh it's kind of embarrassing Amena you sound like a middle schooler afraid of cooties like please get help so yeah I'm but in theory yes you're supposed to grow out of it I just I just haven't (laughs) I'm kind of stunted yeah I guess we all just have like intimacy issues (laughs) (laughs) podcast exists for sure for sure I honestly re- resonate with what you were saying Grace in terms of well in a different way because I think I share my emotions like I like I don't know like I, I I did a Freudian slip sorry for bringing up Freud when I was with Julia and I told her I basically was like I was weird and I was saying how I saw this thing on TikTok where you can try to manifest things happening mm-hmm, I saw that and like you write some like you you write someone's name three times you write with the action they want you want them to do six times and then you write what the outcome's going to be nine times or something mm-hmm. and I wrote that down and she was you know she was with me and I was like LMAO I showed her it I was like LMAO this is like back when I like couldn't ask I had a really hard time being like hey can you call me or like can we call tonight or like or just calling her like I have a, I have a very hard time like doing that like it made me feel like what if she doesn't pick up like maybe she doesn't love me like stuff like that <laughs> and so I showed her this oh my gosh, this, this explanation just shows how much, like, I'm that person that needs to, like, talk about everything that pops in my head instead of getting to the point, which is why I have a hard time writing papers. Anyway, (laughs) I showed her this, and she was, like, ha-ha, laughing, and she was being cute about it, and I said, um, yeah, you're probably wondering right now, like, why'd you marry, and I, like, (laughs) said that, 
<laughs> and I was like, this is like us, like six months of us dating. And I was, I like, and I was like, she's like, mm-hmm, what'd you say? And I said, you know what? I'm just going to say it. I said, why, why did you marry me then? <laughs> like, why are you married to me? And like, obviously we're not married, but um, yeah, like I have issues with that. And I definitely, like, she has her own, obviously, we all have our individual, like, upbringing, the ways we receive love, the like, the roles we had to take on, like, her experience as a, like, older, like, older sister of two boys, like, mm-hmm. and her family is different than my experience being, like, the younger of two, of, of like, younger one of two. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, you know, all these different factors, like, create different circumstances for us to like relate to people in our surroundings and I find that like we have to work so hard on communication because and I told her this because of this was also proven by our astrology because I said this before like we started dating I was like hmm, our astrology says our communication is going to be need some work and it was right <laughs> um because like her like her own attachment stuff her own like experiences like have her communicating in one way and mine have me hurt me computing commuting commuting communicating in another way and they're not very compatible so we constantly are kind of like need to like check in on each other because I she could say something that hurts my feelings and like she was like oh like I didn't know that that would be hurtful to you and I would do the opposite like I would do something that hurts her so Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. we love that we love it it's great Love love growth love communication love therapy um I think we're going to end it on this note because Grace has class and also it's, it's been a while since we've been talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love that. Oh, this is great. I feel so, this is better than therapy because therapy, my therapist, my therapist always used to drag me, not drag me like in a mean way, but just just like say something passively and then I'll be like, oh my God, that's true, but also it hurts. So this is, this is good because I feel like people can. um, Yeah, this is really nice. Yeah. Big fan, big fan. Love Who that. knows? Maybe we have another material enough material to make a second podcast or truly some shit. More, more <laughs> therapy. Uh just a side note to Grace. I'm looking for like the specific post on the Woodbrand's Instagram that talks about attachment styles. But if I can't find it, I'll just send a link to another another quiz. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. If you listened, I will definitely be listening. I just love hearing me and my friends talk. So or mine. So powerful. Subscribe. Yes. <laughs> Make sure to like and subscribe. Can you like? Yeah, it's whatever. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. Yes. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.